Welcome to episode 104 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Guys, make sure you are marking your calendars as we go up an episode and up an episode. Episodes are dropping every week. Mark your calendars for November 26th for our Black Ads Friday. We're still looking for vendors. So if you guys know anyone or you're interested in vending with us, our vending is for all Black-owned brands. So definitely shoot us an email. Today, I have the pleasure of having Tay with me. She is the designer and creative director of Lee Kimore Handbags. Tay, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. And of course, guys, you know we can't start any podcast without acknowledging our amazing sponsors. This sponsor, this episode is sponsored by Gentlemen's VS. So make sure you check out Gentlemen's VS and their amazing brand. Um, Gentlemen's VS, which stands for Gentlemen's Very Special, dedicates a safe space for men to create, combine, and control their own lane of fashion through comfort and color. Make sure you use code HOLIDAY in all caps for 40% off of everything on their website. So I'll tell you, I don't start any any podcast without doing my icebreaker okay. is called this or that so mm-hmm. you just tell me what you prefer over the other okay now that okay. we're hopping into fall are you a booty girl or over the neat boot girl oh <laughs> <laughs> wait that's harder than i thought because i like both okay one or the other <laughs> over the knee okay beret or um a brim hmm. beret Beret, uh, trenches or ponchos? I love trenches. Okay, I love a trench. Um, midi uh skirts or mini skirts? Mini skirts, mini skirts, and my my all time favorite side boob or under boob? (laughs) Side boob, (laughs) great, great. So, Tay, if you just want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background um, and where you're from. Okay. Um, my name is Tayana. Um, that's my whole entire name. I usually tell people to call me Tay because, of course, it's shorter. And the way my name is spelled can sometimes com- confuse people. So, I always say, just call me Tay for short. Um, I'm 24, and I am from Baltimore, Maryland, so I'm pretty young. Um, born and raised here. Been here my whole life. Born in the city. i am seen a lot, done a lot growing up. Um, graduated high school and I always just had this thing for knowing what I wanted to do with myself. I just really didn't know where to start. Um, and I always worked jobs and never seemed to fit in. It was so weird, you know, and I would, I I always thought that it was a negative thing, not fitting in. I thought, I always thought it was something wrong with me because I worked these jobs and I never fit in. Like I was 20 years old with a state job. I worked at motor vehicle, giving people licenses before I was 21. Like they were the standards that I had for myself. But it seemed like the people around me didn't necessarily agree. And I'm sure it was because of my age. Um, I was the youngest person working in motor vehicle at that time, working with people who've been there for 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years. And then not coming there under 21. So at that point, it became um, kind of a conscious thing for me. I was always thinking, like, why don't I fit in or why don't I can't get along with these people? Why can't do that? Reality, sometimes you just stand out, and that was one thing I had to learn about myself. 
and that was my last job working a state job and um I always drawed um I always I used to sing I sung in the choir um I used to dance um I can draw very well I was awarded once before in school for an artwork I did um so I've always been into that kind of stuff but I ended up getting pregnant when I was 18 so that kind of pushed me back because I wanted to go to school in California but that didn't really stop me at that point I realized I had to take another route which I did so I started with makeup and um, I ended up taking a permanent makeup class which is ombre brows I'm sure many women have heard of it is permanent makeup so we pretty much tattoo your eyebrows on and um, I started that when I was 19. I got really good at it really quickly. So I was in a salon suite within six months. I was teaching classes within a year. I was traveling state to state within that year. That next year I was traveling to state to state and then COVID hit. So I started in 2019, I had a good run, COVID hit and everything kind of slowed down a little bit more. Um, then during that time, that was kind of my period for reflection and I, I love doing brows and everything, but fashion and everything was always my number one from Jump Street. So I told myself, like, you know, why don't we try to get back into what we love? And that's exactly what I did. I put myself back out there. So then I started Lee Kamor. Now, my first business is called Mink Lee. That's the brows. And my second business is called Lee Kamor. Lee is my name. So my name is Tayana Lee. That's my last name. Yeah. Um, I read an article one time and they told, and it, the article said that most franchises are a name. It's not just a name that you, they made up. This is a, a family name or some kind of name that's tied into a family. Every business that you hit, even McDonald's, all of them are tied to some kind of family. So I, I that's what I thought when I created my businesses. You know, I want I want to have um, all kinds of revenue coming in, and I want my name to be on it, so you know that these businesses belong to me <laughs> all day. Whether you say the name out loud or writing it down, you know that's me, and that's what I did. Um, that kind of took off fairly quickly because of me having the experience with brows. I'm kind of big on my marketing. So I took my marketing a lot more serious, even with my website for Lee Kimura, which is www.leekamore.com. <laughs> but I took my website more serious. I took my product more serious. So it didn't come off as more of a beginner, but I actually am still a beginner, still trying to learn every day. But it got easier over time. Um, I launched my crossbody bag, which is a small, regular, simple, everyday bag. And that bag did pretty well launching and then um that was in january and then what was this two months ago i posted the new bag the millennial tote that's the really big one um i posted the orange one after i got it and it went crazy like i got so many shares on facebook so many shares on instagram i had so many people reaching out to me so i'm like okay let me see what's going on with this so i actually posted it on my page and i'm like do we like the bag? What's going on? Everybody went crazy. Like, yes, girl, do it in this color. Do it that way. And I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> I get, anytime I get excited about something, it's just to a point where I can't stop. So now at that point, I'm just like, I got to do it. So I'm posting every day and I'm like, what color should I do? And I let my followers pick my colors. So I launched um, the orange one. I have a, uh, what is this color? royal blue um i have a brown one that's multicolored letters and then i have a black one that has multicolored letters those are the four that i launched at first and they went crazy like i pretty much sold out and this is my first run so of course i'm excited i'm currently waiting for them to get here because of course we know since everything is backed up it kind of took away from 
my time with shipping. So they should be here in the next few days and I can start distributing them and then we can see them more often, which I can't wait to see. But that's really my background. I'm just a young girl with a lot of ambition. And right, especially right now, it's really nothing that can stop me. So right now it's just me trying to figure out ways to continue to make my brand better. That's me. <laughs> so are you, you're doing all your manufacturing overseas? Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, I make handbags too. Really? Yes, I do. I make handbags as well. I actually just followed you on Instagram from both of my oh. business pages as well. Um, okay. I have a handbag brand. It's called Collier Vitine, and then I am I own a consulting company which helps designers um do all of their manufacturing in the U.S. So mm-hmm. we do all of the handbags right here in New York. So definitely reach out to me if you're interested in doing any of like your bags um in the U.S. because we don't have order minimums, of course, and right. you know, we can do anything across the board as well. I love your bags. I was just taking a look at them um, while you were talking as well. I think it's very beautiful. Um, love your tote. It's, I'm going to have to cop me one as well. <laughs> Thank you. Was there oh, yeah, no, seriously. The New York thing, I have to hit you up about that because I wanted to find an American um, vendor because I knew it would be more convenient for me. And I'm really hands-on. Like, if you ever meet me in person, which I'm hoping you will, I am very energetic, as you probably can tell. So I like to keep my hands on stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, because they're overseas, I can't be as attentive as I want to be to it because I can't get to them. Right. Yeah. See, so, yeah, it's so much different because I, I, of course, I've done the overseas things like with I used to work for Calvin Klein um, handbags and Carl for handbags like back back. We we're gonna say back in the day a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the process of doing handbags overseas versus the process of doing handbags in the US is so much different. And then at least like with the US, you can actually make everything like um down to the T, like as far as like you choose exactly the leather you want or non leather, the mm-hmm. the lining, like really designing, like that's why yeah. I absolutely see, but I do leather. that. I do that. That's that's mm-hmm. the difference. That's what I always tell people because I have which is kind of inconsiderate. I don't know why people do this. They'll message me and say, who's your vendor? And I'm like, y'all think I just picked the pocketbook and put my name on it? I didn't do that. I picked I designed everything. It. <laughs> I designed it. Literally, everything down to the T, mm-hmm. I put on that bag. Even down to the feet on the bottom of the bag, right. I specifically picked out. So exactly. I'm like, so this is a, it's a different process. Like, So I, I know how that part goes. I do mm-hmm. want to see the difference on the American side because I can see the difference already just from how they operate. Um, I will say I'm more with overseas. I think they're more convenient when it comes to time, not shipping though, because you know shipping can be mm-hmm. and probably price too, because it's way more expensive to produce in the U.S. for sure. Like it's way, way more, exactly. yeah, you're gonna pay a lot more, <laughs> but then you can go double up on the bags, and that's how you increase your brand. So you were talking right. about you know, you know, you know, going that extra mile and taking your brand to another space, and it can definitely be that way. Um, when it comes to like pricing up and stuff like that, and like actually putting yourself in that real like designer category you know mm-hmm. um, I always encourage designers to start off high and then like if you want to offer promotions and discounts later then do yep. that what would you say was probably your biggest challenge in creating um, the handbags nothing <laughs> <laughs> well that's a good thing I use it a lot let me tell you I am I've always been a creative literally since a kid I can I can but it's so weird because it never comes to me when I want it to come to me it always comes to me randomly so mm-hmm. I could just be in the car driving sitting down somewhere and I could just be thinking about the purse and then I'll be like no this color would be better and then I'm like let me write that down before I forget it like this is a lot better so 
it's kind of easy for me because I like being able to be that creative. I even write it down. Like I have a whole notebook of purses that I draw. So I physically draw them. I have purses of actually a men's book bag that I'm working on because I want to actually try to launch that by the start of next year for men. Cause I want to include them next. So I actually physically draw this stuff so I can see it first. So mm-hmm. a lot of times before I even put it into, um, a physical bag, I'll look at it multiple times before I even put it out there and give it to them. So, and then I'm one of them people, I don't mind taking a risk. So I'm okay with trial and error. Like I got that bag three times. I got that bag redone three times before it was right. I'm actually going to post it just so you can see <laughs> the big difference from where I started now. Um, But that bag was redone three times just so I can get it right. But I didn't complain. It didn't upset me. It, it wasn't like hard for me because I'm a perfectionist and I'd rather have what I want than to start where I don't want just to, you know, most people try to cut cost or whatever. Like I look at it like when you come into this kind of um, field, you have to be willing to take a risk. So I kind of let the fear go because the risk sometimes is always better, especially for me so far. (laughs) All my risks have got me far. So I try not to dwell too much on like, the, the designing and everything because this is really supposed to be fun like we become entrepreneurs to enjoy the freedom and I want to continue that because this is just me being transparent I got to a point with browse where I wasn't satisfied with it anymore I didn't want to do it anymore going to work wasn't fun and I do eyebrows so hearing my even hearing myself say that I'm just like it's not supposed to be like this like this job is supposed to be fun that's the point we do this for our freedom and, you know, we make women feel good about themselves. We're not supposed to come in to work with that kind of mentality about our job. So because I know this is my love more so than browse, I'm more like I don't want this to become a stress for me, even though I know it will eventually. It's already stressing me with shipping, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm trying to avoid making it a headache so that way I won't push it away because you know sometimes you get too frustrated with business ideas you'll push it away because you're tired of stressing about it so I try to avoid that with this because I know this can be a whole different ball game for me Mm. and because right now I'm just starting I'm just so ambitious right now my ideas just come in like crazy it don't make no sense they just I even got a whole fashion show plan that ain't even done yet it ain't (laughs) I ain't even signed no lease for nothing I ain't um hide nobody for nothing and no venue but i already know exactly what i want to the t that's so when you have it planned for you got a date set selected already i said i wanted to try next year but it really depends on how i feel i really wanted to do it like next fall i don't want to say too much but um my idea for it was just crazy and when i was telling my boyfriend about it he was like oh my god and i'm like i can't wait because i can see it already so yeah, definitely probably by next fall. If I can't do it next fall, then 2023 for sure. Gotcha. Would you, what well, I was going to say, um, have you thought about doing like pop-up shops um, or like hosting like your own, like, because like, did you do like a, a soft like launch or did you do like a really big like grand party like when you um, launched these bags? I just did a soft launch because yeah. um, I, ended, I did a pre-order. Now, the only reason I did the pre-order was because the moment I posted the bag, they went crazy so i did the pre-order and um you know everything went from there but i wasn't even expecting to have to drop the bags that quick Mm -hmm. i thought i was going to be waiting but then once the anticipation came i didn't want to keep sitting on it so i said you know what let's do it (laughs) 
Right. You know, we can do something big over time. I'm not pressed for that right now because right now I feel like because this is the beginning stages of my journey that right now a lot of my money is going to be getting put back into my business. So I'm not really too concerned about doing extra stuff right now. Gotcha. Yeah, because that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, girl, because like a lot of (laughs) mistakes that I see designers make like in the beginning stages is trying to invest too much money in like fashion shows and things like that. They don't see Mm -hmm. a return on their investment. But when you do like pop-up shops or installations and stuff like that those are the things that's actually going to generate revenue you know for Mm -hmm. you to put back into your business yes i've actually had people reach out to me already about pop-up shops actually so i may end up doing a few i had a few people um another podcast actually um reached out to me about doing a collab for the holiday season so i don't mind doing that as well Um, you can always do mine too girl mine is called a black ass friday and it's the day of course it's on black friday we do oh yeah that's what i wanted to do black look we can do it you can email me or dm me on instagram it don't matter i I don't mind because i'm just trying to get the bags out there as much as i can um especially their name and everything and it's doing so well it got a buzz so quickly i got 1200 followers quick i don't even know where they came from but they came like um i've already had three magazine articles so far about the purses and i just launched them last month and then of course this this with you and then um i think i was told that i have two more publications after this too so it's been getting a little buzz right now yeah definitely and then hopefully like your pr person can get you like some product placement you know really get it into like the right places so that's what's up you know to just have launched and to have like so much success and like so much good feedback already is like amazing so definitely definitely be proud of that like that's lit because i don't see that girl i tell you i don't see that happen often i'm I'm like i don't know if you know a lot about me i own a, a consulting company here and i've i've created product development and manufactured over 200 black brands within the past year mm-hmm. and they don't have as much traction as you have because they don't do the work in all honesty like as far as like the whole marketing piece and understanding who your target consumer is and doing like that pre-order vibe they just okay. hop right into it and think that they're going to be successful right away okay. instead of doing like the groundwork to get it done which it sounds like you have done which is why you've seen such a great success rate Mm-hmm. Not only that, somebody told me this because I, I, I'm just getting to terms with this. Um, my my regular page is Tayana. It's um T A Y U A N I A because that's how you spell my name. It's a little weird. <laughs> um, but uh, people naturally like me, which is something I know that's probably it's something that's hard for me to grasp. I know I don't know why, but I think it's because I put myself in this weird shell for some reason that I, I I assume that people didn't take to me well when people people actually take to me very well so um I'm really my own promotion you're gonna see a lot of me on my business page but it's not in an unprofessional way like you know these are professional photo shoots that I do but I'm the face of my brand and a lot of people support me really it's true because of me like mm-hmm. you know like and they can see the work that I put in and I and I actually share with my followers like you know I'm not stuck up I don't mind sharing information it's not hurting me I'm helping you so it's not hurting me you know that just gives me another supporter really so um you know I always keep them updated and let them know what's going on or, or um even with the purses I keep them updated on when they'll be here or even with brows if people ask me questions about brows I give them that like I'm very active with people so a lot of people pay me a lot of attention just because they see how interactive I am on social media. And then that kind of created a following for me as well. 
Gotcha. And so then, the social media thing like really, really works for you. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find that like it works. It works for certain people. For me, I think it worked out amazing. Like as far as like running the ads and like bank- mm-hmm. bringing the following and like it's gonna come in no time. But like you gotta be consistent with posting, like you said, like staying on top of it, being consistent, and you know reaching out and interacting and stuff like that's like that's a, like a great strategy to have. Yeah. Um, one of the segments we have is called "It's a Success or It's a Disaster." Can you tell me about a time where um in your um entrepreneur journey that something went really bad but you learned something from it and it helped you um like go a different direction in your business <laughs> now any entrepreneur will tell you that's probably every week maybe <laughs> <laughs> every day i'm like i'll be tired i told my boyfriend all the time i quit he'd be like girl shut up and that's how bad it got because you know i would never quit it's just like girl shut up but I think once I'm trying to think what happened once before. Okay. So I had a situation where um okay, we'll start back from when I first started my business. When I first started my business, I worked at Motor Vehicle. My supervisor at Motor Vehicle was one of them old racist. Like he he was just one of those. So he didn't like me. He just, I don't know what, I never did nothing to this man. Me and this man never even had a conversation before. And he just didn't like me. So I noticed that, you know, he would do little stuff just to antagonize me. And then one day he pulled me in the office and just was like, oh, we're getting rid of you. And I'm like, but what's the reason? Because mind you, I don't do anything. I'm like, so what's the reason? Somebody said they don't like working with you. I've never heard nothing like that in my life. I said, huh? I said, who said that? You're firing me because of somebody said, which didn't make sense. So I already knew he was doing it for his own leisure because the reason behind firing me didn't make sense. So at that time, I didn't have anything. I didn't have money. I didn't have really anything. You know, jobs don't really pay you much. I had a a two-year-old at the time. So I pretty much had to start over. I had a credit card and the whole nine. So I had to pretty much max myself out to take the brow class in the whole nine just to get where I am. Um, I had to... You know, I don't know if you know Baltimore. I don't know. But um, where I took the class, her, her shop was like on a hill. And I didn't have a car at the time. So I had to take the bus from far where I lived. And then the bus didn't go up the hill. So I had to get off the bus and walk up this long hill. That probably took me 10 minutes or more for like this class with her. And I did it every single day. But it, it, it changed my perspective on how, first of all, how strong I actually am. Because I was stressed. And I still did it, regardless, you know, despite me being so stressed and really wanting to get up, give up, I still did it, you know, despite me just losing my job and not having anything, I still think that was probably the first day that my mindset changed for my business. And everything else was pretty much um, up from there. And then I had another incident where money was actually taken from my account that I needed for, this was recent actually, for my current salon, money was taken. And I was just upset because the bank was taking long to get it back because all this fraud that's going on and stuff going on with these PPP loans, whatever. They took the money back. So I'm all going crazy because I need this money to open my salon, yada, yada, yada. Two days later, mm, I got a paycheck. That was for more than what that money was that I lost. So, like, right. (laughs) So, like, I don't know. It's like, I I don't like being too religious, but, like, people who believe in God and stuff, you'd be like, Especially as an entrepreneur, it'll teach you how to let go of holding on to a lot of negative feelings about 
your situations because you always get triple blessed from it. Like every time I'm down or out or if I feel a way about something, I always get it back plus more. Like, you know, I lost my car one time and I got a better car. Like, you know, I lost the house, got a better house, lost my job. I got a better job. I work for myself now. I'm doing a whole interview right now. <laughs> I True. used to work for uh, the state. So really I tried my best to try to keep any negativity out of my situation period regardless of how bad it gets because it does get bad but sometimes it's really just your mindset that'll get you through those situations that you go through because that's what helps me I write a lot early in the morning I wake up 6 30 in the morning I'm writing in the daggone journal I don't know what about because I was just dreaming but I'm just writing early in the morning um and I try to keep myself motivated like I try to stare from the negativity if I possibly can especially because I'm so young and in the industry that I'm in, people are going to take me less serious because I'm so young. And they're like, oh, girl, we got people that have been in the game for years. You ain't, you know, people probably already underestimating my ability because of my age. So a lot of times I had to be my own support. And regardless of these bad situations that I have, I just constantly have to keep coming up on top, over top of them. Just to prove how strong I am, it gets me out on top every time. So, yeah. I'm a very free and risky spirit, <laughs> you know, so I try to make a positive out of all of the negatives that come to my life. Like, so even with all the negatives that happen, I, I gain something from it and I, you know, I feel like a better me, like, you know, and I'm, I'm satisfied, even though it's hard, even though I feel like I want to give up, I'm still satisfied. So those kind of things keep me pushing despite, you know, those kind of circumstances. Gotcha. Would you say that your family and the people around you have definitely been like your like um like your biggest supporters? Um, like have you ever had like an issue or like you know family and friends like asking for like discounts on like your products or do or do you feel like you have a pretty good support system? I actually have a I actually have a a pretty good support system. My my family actually is willing to pay, but me being me, I don't mind. Like when I started Browse, I did twenty girls free. No charge. I ain't even asking them for no tip. Why? Because I, this is really just about me learning. When I get these bags in, I plan on giving my grandmother and my aunt's bags free, no charge. Like, you know, they offered to pay me for them. I'm like, I'm not going to make you pay $230. I want you to carry it so people can see it. Like, mm-hmm. I try to use the people around me. You know, so some people look at it as like, um, you know, you're being used because that can be the case sometimes. But I try to use people before they use me. Oh, you know, <laughs> if I give you the bag before you ask for it, this is my benefit because you people gonna see the bag, they're gonna ask you where you got it from, and you're gonna say you got it from me. So I try to use my friends before I ask them for anything. I don't ask my friends for anything, they'll tell you if they want it, I'll give it to them um freely. I have had incidents with friends, of course, trying to get I don't really have incidents like that with people because I'm so easy to ask for stuff. I more so have issues with jealousy than money like um it's it's more of a jealousy thing you know people hang around me you know some people get inspired by it some people get intimidated by it so I think that's probably one negative thing that I have to deal with like as far as being an entrepreneur is that because of course when you go out people constantly ask you about your businesses even when you don't want to talk about it somebody is going to ask you what you do for your purses your purses (laughs) here today huh Mm -hmm. I seen you did an interview yesterday. Like, it don't matter where you at, what you doing. Somebody's going to ask you something. So, I'm going to use you <laughs> for <Right>. my promotion. <laughs> so, that way, when they see you, they can ask you and you and you. Like, I try not to look at it. Like, 
like I'm being used, even though I know it can happen. If that does happen, I usually just cut you off. Like, you know, it ain't no, we ain't got no beef. You know, we just have to, we have to part ways. We're not going down the same path anymore. But I don't, I can't really say I have a lot of negative um, experiences because I'm not a negative person. So that kind of stuff doesn't surround me. Really. I haven't had anybody steal from me. Um, not friends. I haven't had any friends steal from me. No. Well, I say, I will say from my biggest support came from strangers. Now I will say that. And that's just being, being honestly, um, truthful. Uh, I have a lot of people that I talk to on social media that I haven't met a day in my life that give me the best advice that give me the most support. I have a lady that I never met and she sent me, she asked me for my number. And I don't know, for some reason, something told me to give it to her. I don't even usually do that. Nobody has my number. So I'm like, okay, gave her my number. And we was talking on the phone for three hours. Me and this lady never met. We don't even live in the same state. Oh, wow. But the whole time we were on the phone, she just kept saying, I'm so proud of you. I see what you're doing. This lady don't know me. Like, and that's the kind of stuff that really keep me going. And and um, that from my family at first, you know, because especially when you come from a typical American family, a lot of my family members were nurses and in hospitals and yada, yada. I don't have a lot of entrepreneurs surrounding me. I'm, I'm literally creating, breaking curses over here. So they're not used to my lifestyle. So when I first told them what I really wanted to do, they didn't know how to take it. They were like, um, well, when are you going to get a job? And I'm telling them like, you don't understand. This is my job. Like th this is what I'm trying to make my job. So they didn't really get it. So, I feel like when you're on social media, you can interact with more strangers that are like you. Even if they aren't in the same field as you, they can have the same mindset as you. This lady was a traveling nurse. So me and her aren't in the same field whatsoever, but she still saw me and she saw what I was doing. And she told me, and I get that all the time on social media. I got women twice. I'm 24. This lady was about in her forties. I got people twice my age that tell me I inspire them. So I just have so much that keeps me going. Like I try not to worry about anybody who has anything negative to say. Cause I always have people who's watching me and telling me they're proud of me and to keep going. And that's really what keeps me going. The negative stuff I try to ignore. <laughs> and the crazy thing is like, as you continue to like grow, like your businesses and stuff like that, you'll get more and more people like that. that really kind of like push you. Um, I've been in business, I would say probably about three or four years now. I've been a full-time entrepreneur going on two really, really soon. And I have four businesses and Ooh. I get that <laughs> all the time. Like as far as like people who talk about, like they really, you know, really see the journey. Right, and they admire the journey, and they are like you said, they're they're ha over half my age. I'm 30. Um, let me, let me stop lying, I'm 32. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you whatever age you want to be. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 32, but I get it again all the time, and that's the part that kind of keeps you pushing because I was really able to like connect with you when you said you feel like quitting. I wake up all the time, I said the same thing to my boyfriend, and I have um. I have 11 employees and mm. it's, it's, it's hard sometimes, you know, to deal with different personalities and different things. And of course <laughs> I'm running four different businesses. So right. it's a lot and it's all fashion businesses. So, you know, mm -hmm. creatives is crazy. You know, the they are crazy. Nine works. 
yeah, the way our minds works is, you know, crazy, you know. Um, and when I initially started this podcast, it didn't have no dollar amount, of course, attached to it, which is something that I wanted to do because I just wanted to teach, you know. I just wanted to, you know, help others out. So I definitely feel you on that side. And it will continue to grow and grow and grow for you. And mm-hmm. those little messages and people like that that you encounter that don't know you from a can of paint is always going to be the people that actually keep you going. They'll be like, damn, this is the reason why I'm expiring like complete yep. strangers, you know. <clears throat> And you saying the employees thing, because I'm opening a salon because I said I do permanent makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just quit the other day. But <laughs> I'm still opening my salon. My mm. clients are not going to let me quit. First of all, my schedule doesn't end until next year. So technically, I can't quit until next year. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and then on top of that, my clients are crazy. So I know they they, not, they already done text me like, girl, will you? No. And I'm like, oh. I'm opening a salon that's actually almost done. It'll be done in a few weeks. So now that I'm in the process of starting to hire people in the whole nine, yeah, that's that's what I'm nervous about next is having to deal with other personalities. Because right now, I really just deal with myself and my vendors and yada, yada, yada. But, um, and I have an assistant and then my PR, but I don't Well, let me definitely that. give you some advice on that. I have an episode on scaling up your business. So definitely listen to it because in all honesty, when it comes to just having employees and stuff like that, you got to mm-hmm. be quick to fire and slow to hire. And mm-hmm. you have to put people on trial runs and really make sure that their personalities match with yours. And you got to have standard operating procedure. My mm-hmm. down, I could say my downfall has been trying to be friends with my staff and mm. today the they're not my friends so, so I've, I've definitely dealt with that and made decisions on an emotional level opposed mm. in decisions on a business level which has cost me money like so definitely yeah. my commercial I went and I, I I scaled up really fast because it was just me in my house for a long time then I got like my first four employees and then a couple months later we moved to a commercial space and then I had nine employees and then I mm. ran more space and I moved to a bigger commercial space <laughs> down the street and ended up with 14 employees. So all that happened and that all just happened last year. And that's <laughs> last year this year. Yeah. So it happened really, really fast too. And then now I'm back down to like nine solid people. Like so going up and down and like having those these, these different people come in and out of the business and stuff has definitely been a learning thing for me. And I've been in management for like 10 years. So I've always worked with like having um you know like people under me but when you have to manage that payroll yourself and that's money that's coming out of your pocket and coming from your operating expensive you mm-hmm. have a different eyes you have a different mindset and yep. I, I learned that the hard way see and that's what i'm scared of because i feel like a lot of people want to work next to me because they know how open yeah, you'll get those you'll get and you'll get people who want to leech on to you and want to work for you in the benefit of them so right. you know you got to just be able to weed that shit out to be completely right. honest like, it might take you that's why now i don't even hire you until you work with me two weeks i put you on the trial run so i'll give mm-hmm. you like an hourly rate you know and kind of see how you work with me you know because i'm 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 different i'm super duper open as well and and, you know, sometimes people can take advantage of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the okay. biggest piece of advice I can give is, like, put people on a trial. Like, let them start at a certain rate, even, mm-hmm. like, you know, and then see, let them prove themselves, you know? And right. then you can be nice and assertive, but you also got to be demanding because they're getting a check. So. Right. If they got to keep asking you a whole bunch of questions and stuff like that, they ain't the people to work with. You're supposed to hire experts. You're supposed to hire people that's smarter than you because they're supposed to be able to add value to the business. And if they're not adding value and you constantly training, 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 you might as well do that shit yourself. 
<laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Right. So. right. And that's what I look for. I'm big on talent. Because like I said, I come from talent. Like, I'm not just one of them people who blew up by accident. My talent runs definitely so look for that same that same thing so that's the biggest piece of it and it just it just have your operating procedures in place when it comes to people calling out um mm-hmm. days off um okay. how to handle employee conflicts like a lot of that stuff that you don't necessarily think about your mm-hmm. operating and your way you do your hr is crucial like the way okay. you set it up and stuff um the way what they know and you set that those key responsibilities and how they're supposed to act and the way they work when they when you around and when you're not around mm-hmm. Standard SOPs, that's what I call standard operating procedures. Like, as long as you got those into effect, you will be absolutely fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take that for more serious because that's, that's what I've been nervous about lately. This whole hiring part. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a struggle, but you got it. And you starting young and you can make your mistakes and stuff like that and learn from your from your mistakes. And that's the only way you can do it. Like, and right. that's how you're going to learn and figure out what really works like best for you. Yes. Yes, well, thank you. Of course, of course. So before we leave out, um, my last segment is just called It's a Muse. If you just want to share um, what you do to keep you moving, whether it's uh, an affirmation, a book you read, a quote, a mantra, um, anything that you like to share with another entrepreneur on their journey. Um, <clears throat> first, a few things. One, writing. Like I didn't, I didn't even re- realize or take serious how effective writing down how you feel or what you think or um, your agenda is until I started doing it. You know, I felt more free. You know, everybody don't have people to talk to, especially as an entrepreneur. A lot of people don't understand your point of view of things, especially if they're not in your shoes. So I try to write down every day. Like I said, I wake up at I'm up six thirty in the morning writing. Sun coming up. And I'm writing in a book at that time, you know, writing how I felt yesterday, even if I got sick or I got, I had this idea yesterday or I'm angry today, like whatever the case is, it makes you feel so much better just because you released it. You know, you Mm -hmm. got to say it, you got to write it down, you got to look at it again, even if it's an idea, you got to say it, you got to write it down, you got to look at it again. And then if you want to look at it again, you get to say it, you get to write it, you get to look at it again. So yeah, like affirmations are big for me too. Like whenever I write in my journal in the morning. I always write an affirmation at the top um, and I always write it three times. So I always write it three times and then I write out what I have to say for the day. And then at the bottom, I'll put a prayer at the bottom to end it out. I always write like that. That's every single morning. I got a whole book full of it, but it helps me so much to release how I feel that that's just a big help in my life, especially people who battle in depression you know sometimes you have to write stuff down to understand it you know because you might be in your head so much that you'll start to misunderstand even what you're saying and then you'll write it down and then you're thinking like this don't make sense or maybe this actually does make sense or maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way like sometimes writing it down and being able to see it will put you in a different perspective of it so that's one thing writing is big for me another is um being self self being independent 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 that's the word um a lot of people struggle because i have a lot of new entrepreneurs on my page that follow me who struggle with being confident you know a lot of times they come in um i see a lot of entrepreneurs that complain about people not supporting them if you sit on social media complaining all day i'm not gonna support you either right if you feel that way like i said earlier go write it down but you don't post that out loud and let somebody know that you're upset because people aren't supporting you. That's not how that works. You want people to support you naturally, not because they pity you. Right. So I'm seeing a lot of 
Exactly. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs taking that route, the pity route, wanting people to support them. Just because, no, you have to be confident in what you're selling or what you're doing. If you're not confident in it, how you how the hell you think I'm going to be confident in it? I don't know what you're selling. So you have to sell that to me. And a lot of people get like that because they aren't confident in yourself. Um, sometimes you got to be your own cheerleader, which I had to be for a long time. Sometimes you have to pick yourself up, even though it's hard as hell. You have to. It was hard for me to be depressed and then pick my own self back up. That is a hard thing to do. But when you know you have goals and you have the mindset that you that I have, it, it, it everything will take you out of them funks. Because it's like, on one hand, I'm like, all right, I really do quit. But then I think about it like, okay, then if I do quit, then what I'm going to do? Right. Then what's and then I'm right. So now I'm back at square one. Like I'm not liking the route two. So we're going to stick with route one. So sometimes you just got to, people scared to talk to themselves. I talk to myself all the time, especially if I mess up something or whatever. Like, did I do that? Did I do that? Like, that kind of stuff is healthy. Like people don't think so, but it is. It helps you. You, you get the voice how you feel and that that's helpful. So you got to be able to, lean on yourself sometimes even though it gets hard and I love I know a lot of people are tired of that but especially as, as an entrepreneur like I said people won't understand you they may not understand your journey they may not take your complaints the same because people might look at you and say you're blessed and then you might look at it and say you're stressed so if you post I'm stressed people aren't going to take that the same way they're going to take that as you being ungrateful because they in their eyes you're blessed when they don't realize that just because we have, we can make money, don't mean it don't come with problems. They say more money, more problems. So when I made that money, I probably got stressed the hell out making it too. So that's why I try to not share a lot with people. Sometimes I just try to lean on myself unless I'm sharing it with somebody like-minded. But that's really it for me. Writing and um, learning how to be confident. Being confident, that's another affirmation. You know, writing that kind of stuff down, figuring out who you are. Once you become confident in yourself, there's really nothing that can stop you. There's nobody who can stop you. No words can stop you. Being broke ain't going to stop you. Losing your car ain't going to stop you. Nothing will stop you once you have confidence. Because okay. I, was, I wasn't confident for a long time. So I know that feeling of not being confident and where it can take your mind at. So once you get that mindset, like, this is me, this is what I'm doing, yada, yada, yada. Like, everything else flows so easily from there. But you got to trust it first. Yeah, so, so writing and... <laughs> what does it oh trust it in yourself mm-hmm. perfect all right thank you so much for joining me today i really appreciate it the episode will come out and i believe two weeks from today so okay. i'm sure i'll make sure i'll send you off over all the information as well and um if you just want to drop your ig handles and how people can follow you and get in contact with you Okay, so the Lee Kamor Instagram is Lee Kamor. It's L-E-E-K-M as in Murray, O-R. Lee Kamor. It'll pop up. Um, my personal Instagram is Tayana, T-A-Y-U-A-N as in Nancy, I-A, Tayana. Um, all my platforms are the same name, so you look me up on any platform, everything will come up under that, and that's it. Perfect. But thank you for having me. I had so much fun. This is my first one, so I'm extra excited. Oh, you did a great job, love. <laughs> Good job. I sent you an email as well, and I followed you from all of our social media accounts, so definitely stay in contact with us, um, and okay. I will hope to be working with you soon. Yes, thank you so much. Have and you have a great night. You too, love.